on this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus. We're here at Maffrey's in Ivanhoe Village. How to get tickets for our awesome drive-in movie series and a bunch of nerdy stuff like libraries. To Fungal Lower in the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I'm adamant that walking is only fun if you're a baby or a mermaid. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Hey, Brendan. How are Hi. you this uh, Thursday night? I, I just ruined the allure that uh, we record on Thursday. Yeah, dump it. Do it over. I, you want to do it over? No, no. I'm too lazy. <laughs> too lazy. We've, we're already a minute into this almost. A minute? 20 seconds. Who's counting? Here on Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, and I'm going to take my mask off so you can hear me. Yeah, I don't even know what you're saying over there. You sound like from Peanuts. I just read your lips when you talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're here in Ivanhoe Village tonight. We are. We're checking out the uh, soon-to-open math freeze. Open by this point. If you're hearing it now, it's open. It's the it's a good goods shop. A good goods shop. What does that mean? I know. Let's ask somebody. Let's. Uh, we didn't just break. <laughs> In. We're actually here with the proprietor, Jeff Starks. Jeff, how are you? I am delicious. How are you? Oh, fantastic. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say delicious. That's what I've been told. <laughs> By whom? Well, yeah, the president. Oh, ew, boo. What is this place? It is a shop full of good stories, is what it is. I like that. I collect stories. Do you? So I know, I kind of know what this place is, because I came here before and we wrote about yes, it. Yes, you did. So Jeff, it, you specialize in things that are that like have an added benefit, right? Like an added social benefit? We'd like to think so. Um, not everything has the social benefit, but we thought it was important to open up a shop, um, especially now, that has a really good message. And so as we were curating what, what we now have in the store, it was important for us to find things that were made in the USA that had a socially good message and maybe had an eco-friendly message or just made you feel good, put a smile on your face. Um, so that's, that was the precipice of us opening the store and finding what we have found. You just got five points and categories ding, for saying precipice. We're going to have to stop the show <laughs> so I can look that up Why are you online? trying to make me sound dumb? We should mention we're here uh, as i said we're in ivanhoe village we're kind of in the strip of small shops i'm looking at retro city cycle across the street we're on the same side of the street as the caboose and white wolf cafe yeah, the, we're on the sunny side of the street yeah and it's uh i like it this it was at one point the curio shop so i remember seeing this place more full of like pig fetuses and jars now i'm looking at really cute buttons uh bespoke wooden bow ties and you are those movies that if you it's like a whole kit of like zombie movies yeah yeah jeff tell me if i walk in here what can i buy well you can buy anything (laughs) (laughs) everything is for sale oh um no what you're gonna find are you're gonna find um handmade items you're going to find things that are hand pressed hand sewn or that um you know we've got a couple companies that you know when you buy their product they plant a tree or we have companies in here that have responsibly sourced their wooden products. Or we have women-owned um, companies that are super important. That's the garden um, in a bag. It right? is the garden in a bag. It's literally a bag that you just put water in and then things grow out of it. Right. We have um, Amazing. We have small businesses that are recycling. And we have a lot of, I mean, I could run through the list, but it's way too long, of 
um, owners, uh, business owners that have recycled records, they have recycled wood, they've recycled uh, a number of materials to create product that is beautiful, it's sustainable, it's fashionable, it's fun. And everything in here, no matter what you buy, when you take it home for yourself or as a gift, you're going to have a story to tell about it. And that's what was most important to us. So, so why did you want to open a shop in the first place? I mean, you haven't always owned shops like this. Why did you want to open a shop? This is our first time out of the gate <laughs> owning, owning a store. You picked a great time, a good time <laughs> to open a store. When is there going to be a pandemic that will delay us three months? In oh. opening? Yeah, we were ready to go three months ago. Um, but anyway. Uh, three months. Three months. That went so fast. Right. We one of the one of the the things that made us really want to open up this store is that when when we would go to like vacation destinations or really just anywhere, we always looked for the boutiques. We always right. looked for those small shops that had items like what we carry. And it was always interesting to me when the owner of the shop or the proprietor of the shop would say, "Oh, by the way, that's whatever," and it and it came with a really neat story. I was always intrigued by. Number one, how did they get it? Who is this person? And wow, I have something special. Mm-hmm. I have something unique. I have something that not everybody has. And so that, that's how we shop. That's how we like to shop. And we, we have our other big brands that we like, that we're loyal to. But when it came to like buying a gift or something that was really special and unique that we wanted just for us, this is the way we, we would shop. So Jeff, is there, you have an online shop too? Not yet. Okay. Um, we're hoping probably, well, because... When you curate like this, right. the quantities are small, mm. you know, because I'm buying from other small businesses. And so uh, some of what we have are just low quantities. So if we had an online business right now, right. We, we wouldn't be able to support the brick and mortar. So people should be coming in and that you're, you're open now. We are, we are officially open tomorrow at 2.40 p.m. Friday. Friday. So this airs this on Friday, Friday. <laughs> so you're open. Friday. Well, yes, yes. So, <laughs> so at 2.40, um, we're going we're gonna to cut the ribbon. And we're going to be open to the public. Exciting. We, <laughs> I get to work six days a week now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm the only employee. I'm gunning for employee of the month. You should fire yourself if you don't sell enough stuff. <laughs> Just don't pinch your own butt. That's sexual it harassment. It is. So. I love check it. it out. Come check Where out Maffrey's here. But you have a Facebook page if people want to follow and we see some things. We have Facebook. That you're... We have Instagram uh, right now. And... Uh, yeah. At Maffreys. At Maffreys. So A M A F F R E M is Maffreys Good Goods. Okay. And our Facebook is Maffreys. Why is it called Maffreys? Because my husband's name is Matt and I'm Jeff. And so early in our relationship, we would have these <laughs> similar thought moments. And so we were like, that's a Maffrey moment. And this is your Brangelina. It's our Brangelina. Yes. How gay. Yes, I know. <laughs> we can't. We're, ador- we're adorable. I love it. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for giving us a place to record Thanks the show. For, Thanks for being here tonight. Oh, I'm going to be buying some stuff in a bag, too. Yeah, Brendan's going to be keeping you in business. He lives just around the block from yep. here. So, And I like to spend my money right. on things. I'm looking at a hat that says tacos. <laughs> on it right now that has your name all over oh, it. Well, that's because I wrote it when you weren't looking. <laughs> no, they have to give it to me. <laughs> well, What's how was happening? Your, how was your week? My week was good. I've been busy just kind of working on stuff. Nothing too exciting, though. Okay. How about you? Well, You've been busy. Yeah, we're launching busy. a drive-in movie series. If you're listening to this, you're missing the drive-in right now. But you, that's cool because you couldn't get a ticket anyway because we sold out in 37 30 minutes. 30 minutes. You're like, uh, I'm trying to think of a popular artist right now. I can't even think of one. You're like Beyonce. Yeah, 
probably more like Miley Cyrus. All right. If I'm going to nitpick about it, you know. Are you, are you twerking? Twerking all the uh-huh. time. Twerking hard. Uh-huh. Twerking hard to sell tickets. So you sold you sold out in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. We're going to show The Princess Bride uh, on Friday. It's the first of of four, at least now to start with, that we're doing with Enzian Theater. It's that art house uh, movie theater. You're in doing Midland. four? I didn't know that. That was news to me. Yeah, we're doing four. Oh, of them. okay. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Breaking news. Yeah, you are. And they, uh, yeah, so that's the first one. Next week we're doing, it looks like Lake Nona uh, and Back to the Future. Oh, that'll be good. Uh huh. And we're doing two showings. It'll be an early showing and a late showing. Oh, what's that, what time's an early showing? Uh, 8.30 or so? It has to be 8.30 just because of the time the sun goes down. Yeah. And then we're going to do one at 11, uh, and there's two screens. Oh. So really four movies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. We're You're really like a driving baron now. <laughs> Cramming them in. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and then we're partnering with Ace Cafe on June 5th and June 12th. We'll be showing E.T. and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited. They've cool. been closed this whole time, so they're excited to get back open. Actually, they're they're expediting their opening plan just so they can be open for these. Oh, great. Uh, Drive-ins to the bar will be open. The restrooms will be open. And yeah, I'm really excited. Actually, if anybody out there wants to come in as a sponsor or an advertiser, we have some different levels for you, too. And you can just reach out to me at sales at bungalower.com, right. and I'll give you some specs. Can I, can I sell some stuff? Yeah. Okay, I will. What do you want to sell? I don't know. You sell some candles? Sure. Yeah. No, no, I'll find you some sponsors. All right. All right. You awesome. Can- That's great. But have the other tickets gone on sale for the other ones? They haven't. We're going to be leaking them the week before, Saturday before uh, each showing. Yeah. And uh, if you want to get in early to give yourself a better chance, you can either uh, sign up, subscribe for the Enzian e-newsletter, which you can do at enzian.org. Yep. Or you can become a bungalow or buddy uh member paid member and then you get a whole day's notice ahead of time Ooh. and we're doing like limited like 20 30 40 it's tickets. 10 bucks a car right or, or it or was person. for this first one because we were just testing it and it is per car it's going to be 15 dollars per car for the next one okay all right yeah. that's mm-hmm. still a good deal i think it's a great what if i get like 20 people inside of a van is that I, all right i don't recommend it because of social distancing well what if they're all but... what if they're all big amish family <laughs> Is that all right? No. What if you have a horse and buggy? Is that all right? I don't think so. What if I have a DeLorean? Do I get it free? Yeah. Okay. Any DeLorean owners out there? (laughs) You get good preferred seating. You'd be floating. Yeah. You you get in free. I don't think there's. You might run out of banana peels though. True. The end of the movie. True. Uh, And then we have a new shirt up on OrlandoMerchStore.com. What's it say on it? It says, Yo mama says I'm essential. Ah, I like it. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. I hope it does well. I ordered one for myself. I don't care. I don't care if anybody else gets one. Their business is going to go bankrupt because they're just making shirts for you. It's print on demand. It takes ah, a little that's bit right. of time. Yeah, they're not doing it like a whole warehouse full of them. And uh, I actually just hit publish on something, which I'm not sure if I'm going to share it in time for, for this episode. I've been working on a, a map, an interactive map of the Greenwood Cemetery. Oh. Yeah. So it's where all the zombies are. All the <laughs> ghosts? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. No. <laughs> like the people who are buried there and their stories. I found this old book in the library archives that they let Why me take out. Why don't you just get Don Price to help you? Well, I love me some Don, but let's be honest. Not everything he says is 100% <laughs> true. He's a storyteller. You know? <laughs> and I, I'd say that to his face. I'm okay. like, this isn't Shane. I'm just teasing him all right um and this was like from a book researched by some ucf students uh so i I don't believe a bunch of college students (laughs) (laughs) i do it's really really interesting stories and it's you can walk around 
and click on these interactive uh, flags as you're going around the Greenwood Cemetery and you'll see probably a photo if I found it. If not, it's not there. Uh, and then like a little snippet of information about who they were and what they did. And I didn't do it for like every person in the cemetery because that's crazy. Way too many. But I did it for like an architect who like he built the SunTrust bank building downtown or the uh there was this like a teacher who was the first woman teacher in town and she used to take a boat down the econ Hachi river so she could teach at fort christmas really and she'd have to do that every day to get there all time to teach the that's kids. a dedicated teacher we probably still wouldn't pay her very much here in no. florida <laughs> well she was a woman she wasn't getting paid nothing <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know if that's true <laughs> but i love the uh, i just love stories like that uh, i do too and uh and the adding that to the context of like where we're living and then also maybe familiar names about like why is that street named that and and who was this person like you see this grave but then knowing like maybe how they died there was a guy that uh he f- he drowned in a car crash on the way to Tampa, and then on the same day, his brother died in Tallahassee because he fell off a boat. That's a ghost story right there. I, that, that's a ghost story. That's amazing. I just I love stuff like that. Or another guy that moved down here because his kids were here, and they put him in a home in Chicago, and then I, apparently he's on record saying I didn't want to be around those old folks anymore. So in he, Chicago or Florida? In Chicago. Oh, <laughs> well, and you is, came to Florida? And he came to oh, Florida geez. to be with his kids. You think those folks are old up there? And he died at the age of seventy-eight trying to swim across Lake Lancaster. Uh, where's that even at? at? Like southeast Orlando, right? I think what's, that's a, where what's it is. a seventy-year-old man trying to swim across the lake for? I guess to drown. <laughs> I think he was trying to be. He was living in, you know. In Florida, people came down here for health reasons. That's right? true. No, I know. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's. I, I you should have more holograms at uh, cemeteries, don't <laughs> you think? I see that happening. We're, I would. I want to say yes, they should do that immediately. But let's be honest, I'd be happy if they just fix some of the tombstones. They have this like no touch policy at the cemetery, uh-huh. uh, and just letting things fall where they may, and that's I guess that's authentic or something. Or really? Yeah, I hate that. And yeah, I, but if if no, if, I don't know. That's a tough one. Trees overgrow tombstones if they're planted too close to the tombstones, and so like over a hundred years, you don't see the tombstone anymore. Or uh, people come and kids will play around and they'll knock off like a really fragile piece, and and they don't fix it. They just kind of leave it or like prop it up next Is it just to where too it was. Expensive? You think? I don't know. I think I I think there's actually. I didn't mean to go down this path. Watch your kids. Watch your, right? First of all, Am watch right? your kids. Secondly, but then also families. I think they're just thinking the family owns the plot. It's, it's on them job. to upkeep it. But some of these families aren't around anymore. And there's no like emotional or even local pr- uh, connection with those graves anymore. And it's city owned. And if the city's touring people around and kind of treating it like an open air museum, I think they also have a little bit of responsibility. Maybe they to could do like a, nice. adopt a grave. Like, you could adopt like a grave, that. and then you got to keep it up. Did you hear about the adopt-a-site thing that Keep Orlando Beautiful is doing? I did not. So we're, like, in this pandemic, right, we're also facing an epidemic of uh, illegal graffiti in Orlando. Really? Yeah. It's, what, it's, are they, what are they, uh, spray, is it spray paint? I'm seeing a lot of, like, are you talking about Jesus these, Saves oh, and, like, all that. But I saw one of those the other day, biking somewhere. Yeah, nobody's... It's not getting cleaned up, and, and really, huh. the graffiti program is a one-man 
gig at the city, and his main job Plus is... all these five-year-olds with their chalk <laughs> on the ground. Am I right? <laughs> right. No, I'm just kidding. Didn't 70 food dot bombs got cited for that you back in they? the day? Yeah, because it's, it's, that's seen chalk? as graffiti. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're Even just being a Scrooge if you say anything <laughs> about that. But the Keep Orlando Beautiful has come up with this thing. It's called Adopt-A-Site, and you can write them and get kits to clean up. And they have, like, graffiti wipes, and they have garbage picker-uppers and... <laughs> Uh, Don't we have inmates that do this stuff? <laughs> Not in the neighborhood. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And if the and if these businesses aren't doing it, they can get fined, right? And and right now, a lot of them aren't in their businesses, especially retail spots. Uh, and maybe they don't have a lot of money to buy new paint to repaint their building. So it's nice. I like the idea that they're providing uh, citizens these things when maybe we have a little bit more time on our hands. And if you're really upset by something, then why not fix it? I like that. I do too. And it's free. Adopt adopt a site. Just type that into bungalore.com if you want to get a kit. Um, not everyone's social distancing. No, we're barely social distancing. I know distancing I feel right bad. Now. So I'm kind of, kind of a hypocrite in this right now. But the You're tested though, right? Yeah. You got tested? I, I did, but I don't know my results yet. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I you have COVID, I'm beating you up after <laughs> this. So I'm, I'm walking into this conversation a little trepidatiously knowing that I am a hypocrite right now. That's all right. But I... We're good. It's everybody else that's Everybody bad. else is the problem, <laughs> not me. I did a survey uh, on our Instagram and our Twitter. I, I didn't get around to it for on the Super Facebook. Super scientific it already sounds. <laughs> it's very scientific. But I just wanted like a, a basic idea yeah. of how many of our readers are practicing social distancing. And 20% of them on Instagram were not. We're not. We're not practicing it. And, wh- and they had different excuses like, uh, my kid's crying every day because he misses his friends. I'm not going to keep him from the playground. Or my job requires me to be out in public. Uh, I have to keep working. Okay. Or, But you can still socially distance at work. I, you, if you want to. But if then you there, want. And then there's also people who are like, I just don't think it's real. Yeah. And that was most of them uh-huh. of that 20%. And because uh, I reached out to them, I saw the nose and I sent them an email. I was like, hey, just respectfully, I'm not judging you. I'm not going to call you crazy because you're crazy. <laughs> but I want to know why are you not practicing social distancing? And they loved being able to tell me uh-huh. and, oh, uh, yeah. and shared very freely, you know, <laughs> pandemic, blah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that garbage. Um and again, I just wanted to hear why. And so those were some of the, the things I heard. So I came up with uh, some tips of maybe on how to, like, you can't police others. No. Right? But you can police yourself and you can police the way that you react to people. True. And we're all anxious right now. And uh, and maybe pointing a finger and accusing people is is probably the easiest thing to do, but it's not the right thing to do. Well, I think the easiest thing to do sometimes is just to keep your distance. Like if I'm in the grocery yeah. store and somebody gets close to me, I'm probably not going to yell at them. I'm just going to get away from them and, and yeah. just stay away. Or just ask, you know, like, hey, man, like I'm a little nervous. Uh-huh. Can you just give me a couple feet here? You know, that's and you could. I mean, I think if you say it politely, it's yeah. it's you know, if you turn around and say, you know, get the hell away from me, and doesn't work, and then no, and and then you just get angry, and, and people then they are get angry. Shot. Like that guy who's in a grocery store who who well, asked the, someone why he wasn't wearing a mask. That was in shot. Michigan. Yeah, he shot and killed him. So you know, yeah, 
ask yeah. nicely. Ask nicely. <laughs> what do you think about that bar that has like the bumper drink and up in I think it was Baltimore. They're like inner tubes and yeah. it around you, and you have like a built-in yeah. drink rest. What'd you think of that? That was funny. Uh huh. Yeah, I did we, too. We shared that thing about the Germans who had pool noodles on their hats. That's a good idea to, to keep people six feet away. I thought it was funny. I shared it on our Instagram, and people were like, "That's ridiculous." These people are, you know, dumb. I've been saying since this thing started that if women just wore hoop skirts now, I've seen they could <laughs> stay six feet apart from everybody. I uh, have been very tempted. I, I've i seen a hoop skirt at a local vintage shop yeah. over, over in Audubon Park. You want to buy it? I want to buy it? it so bad. And uh-huh. just wear it and just be like, didn't you wear feet? a big skirt at the, I mean, more than once, I'm sure. But didn't you <laughs> wear it at the, the Christmas, the, the Nutcracker? Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I did. Oh, you didn't, but you were supposed they to. They sized me for it. Yeah. And then somebody requested it. Oh, okay. But then, that would be a good yeah. good skirt to wear and be six feet away from it. I would everybody. love to wear it. How are we doing on time? We're good. The Herndon Library branch will close. I know. Not coming Playing back. Ta- if I knew how to play taps right now, I'd play it or, <laughs> or some sort of sad music. Can you pretend you have a kazoo? Whoa, whoa. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. So the Herndon branch is the one that's over by the Sweet Tomatoes. That yeah, also well, which also closed. Uh, over by Best Buy on Colonial. And it serviced uh, like Baldwin Park yeah, mostly. East Colonial. And people on, on Semeron, that area. And uh, You ever go to that branch? Yeah, I went there for a I couple of classes. I went there like once or twice. Kind of run down. I ducked in there one time when it was pouring out. <laughs> I, st- I hung out for like 30 minutes while it stopped raining. The plaza itself is mostly deserted. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I heard through the grapevine at the library that they it was just too much. They they didn't feel like their staff was safe there late at night. I could, I could see that. They'd always have to have a police escort there to make sure everybody was okay leaving. And, you know, it's, it's basically abandoned massive plaza and it's owned by the greater orlando aviation authority i didn't know that that's why it's called herndon because herndon actually was the name of the executive airport and that ah. was named after a city employee who's buried in greenwood cemetery oh wow i know full circle, full there, circle. i learned it <laughs> um I, I never found out why they named it after it was just some dude who worked for the city it was just weird i think at that time everybody got something named so they're gonna them. replace this branch somewhere or just be they've been looking but it's hard because most uh shopping plazas don't want to rent or lease to someone who's non-retail why I, uh, they just don't like it i feel like the library has more funding than maybe uh, a, like a shop. guaranteed anchor tenants exactly i'm a little surprised but that's what they've been running into maybe they don't want the clientele that comes with a library Sometimes, I mean, I mean, let's be <laughs> Book honest. Readers, no, but let's be honest. Nerds, no, let's be honest. I mean, I mean, you've been to a library. I've been to a library. They get all kinds of people. I'll be honest. The ones that are in downtown, super urban yeah. uh, locations, yes, okay. But when you're, that's like a sub. I think that's a suburban library. So you generally need transportation to get there. True. I'm not seeing any okay undesirable. Right. I'm just saying. I, I'm saying that's why somebody. Are you who one of those people that wants to no, charge people a no. buck to go to a, a library? John? No. Is that no. what you're asking? No. They just got to put a quarter in, like that cart at all these. Don't get the get quarter back. back as long as you return the cart and the book how dare you so you don't know if they're going to open another branch somewhere they're looking hard i, I don't just know. feel like baldwin park is a good spot to be in but i know it's expensive probably i think baldwin park since it's a playing community they have some spaces there they could easily incentivize the library 
to open a branch there downtown. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to have a huge branch no. in Baldwin Park. Lake Nona doesn't have one. I think Lake Nona needs to have one they for do. sure. Yeah, they should. Yeah, I it's think just like, I'm sure rent's so high. Baldwin Park could put one in. Uh, uh, we got to take a break. All right, come back and we're going to talk about chickens and other stuff. This is Cynthia from Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Chat about the books you've been reading with your fellow book nerds during a virtual version of the Southwest Book Club on May 26th. The group will also discuss what June's book selection should be. Meet the Author Live will be on May 26th. This virtual event will feature Jenny Torres Sanchez, author of We Are Not From Here, in conversation with author Lauren Gibaldi. Does the idea of sewing a zipper make you nervous? We're here to help! Sewing Zipper Organizer is a beginner-level virtual event taking place on May 29th. Please be sure to register in advance to get access. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. This episode of Bungalore and the Bus is sponsored by Action Gator Tire, a family-owned and operated outfit that's been in business since 1964. Three generations of the same family have managed the business for the past 65 years. Action Gator Tire has over 21 locations in and around Central Florida, and they are responsible for servicing vehicles and providing tires for roughly 14 different government agencies, including first responders from Oakland to Apopka to St. Cloud and here in the city of Orlando. Action Gator Tire is remaining open throughout the pandemic and continuing to provide exceptional service to its customers while keeping its team members and community safe on the road. They're providing curbside drop-off and pickup, after-hour drop-off, and vehicle pickup and delivery, as well as no-touch payment options. Action Gator Tire is offering no-interest financing options to help keep Central Florida moving. Head to actiongatortire.com to book your appointment now. Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the Bus John Bus Decker, and I gave my voice to a sea witch, and all I got was this T-shirt. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalow.com. And Brendan, we are here at Maffrey's here in Ivanhoe Village, a shop of good goods. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, they got T-shirts here <laughs> and candles and things that'll uh, make you feel good. The, you can tell uh, a good story about them too. The register area is built with water skis. Yeah, you ever been water skiing? Uh, no. Me I'm, neither. Would you want to go one time? No. Really? I, I don't have the core strength for that. All I'm going to do is like be the object of ridicule. Okay. Will you drive the boat <laughs> if I do the water skiing? I'll do that. Okay. Yeah, All yeah, right. Yeah. We should go. Uh, if anybody out there wants to take me water skiing, I'll go. Want to be a couple of Ivan hoes? Sure. I don't yeah. care where we go, okay. honestly. I want to go somewhere where the water is soft. Is that a thing? Soft? Yeah. What are you talking about? Like I don't want it to like hurt me well, if I fall right. off. You, you stay in the boat. <laughs> I'm like really soft water. Is that a thing? No, you stay in the boat. Like my house is hard water. Is there like a lake of soft water? You millennial. <laughs> you might get a, a scar or something. Oh, I don't want to do that. You big baby. Oh, and I, then I'll be a Disney villain trying to <laughs> take the kingdom from my nephew. Speaking of Disney, did you go out to Disney Springs? They're open. No, I'm not going out no? there. That's crazy. You don't want to go out there? Hang That's out. That's crazy talk. They're trying to, uh, they're using these 
poor third party vendors as guinea pigs <laughs> to see how it goes. And if everybody plays nice, then they're going to start opening their own properties. But like, come on. That's sad. I feel bad for the employees. Like, could you imagine like a whole family that half of them aren't wearing masks and you're like, you got to put a mask on and we're not putting mask on. And, Everybody has to Oh, I know. But yeah. like telling somebody that and oh, no, I got to take your temperature. But they're doing it in a fun way. They're actually I heard. Really? They, yeah. They repurpose their like uh, children's activities. People who aren't doing anything right now <laughs> and they're making them be like the enforcers. I'd wow. rather I'd rather them have like the. <laughs> Did you see a gator lady out there with a with a no. infrared thermal <laughs> thermal thing? Or just, Buzz Lightyear? Yeah, that'd be good. Oh, Have his go. laser on the arm. Buzz Lightyear doing temperature checks with his laser gun. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> That's a good idea. Gator Land. Well, let's tell them because we can make a million dollars. <laughs> uh, gator Land has their social distancing skunk ape. Oh, what? I, so that? I saw this, but I didn't really. I didn't oh, read it. What are they doing? Funny, and he'll like come out of the bushes and like tell you. Like yeah, until like you got to get a part and a gorilla. This part. is basically just like an eighth grade prom where like the the <laughs> nun comes over and says, "You two are dancing too close." <laughs> yeah, I hope so. That's what you should do. Just Why dress up just as a nun. Nuns? Oh, I like get that a ruler too. Out, be like smack people. Leave bottoms. some room for the Holy Ghost. Krampus could come out and spank <laughs> people too. Oh, I hope this. Why are we so good at this? I don't know. I think we just solved we social start distancing. a business. What do you think about this? I'm gonna get deep. I've been reading a lot about like the future of cities. Yeah. Right. Like, what is the future of cities in the face of a pandemic? And I just read this poll, this Harris poll that said 39 percent of city dwellers are looking to move to less dense communities. Yeah, I'll believe that when I see it, because, first of all, there aren't usually as many jobs there. But if you can telecommute, yeah, you can do it. But I don't know. I think sometimes people have these pie in the sky ideas and then they maybe see what it's really like right. or have to actually move. I there. don't know if it's based off of like Google searches of people just like, oh, I wonder where I should go. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. Like if you you live in an urban center and you don't like it no more and you think you can do it in the in a more rural setting, it go for me it. Of like white flight during the industrialization part. Uh huh. Like when the suburbs opened up, yeah, and people were like, "Ah, let's just go to less. Let's go back out." Yeah, right? so maybe it's oh, just yeah. c- circular. What do you call it? Just go Circuitous. farther out. I, I don't know. I, I, I would like to see that question in two years, maybe, and we'll see if it's the same. Something to look answer. at. I just it begs the question of like, why do you live where you live, right? And maybe how cities should be looking at ways uh, to make themselves more attractive to keep people here, right? And so, like, upping the quality of life. Other big cities have closed their downtown streets and made them into Yeah, why haven't they done that here in Orlando? Plazas. I don't know. And it seems like a really mixed opportunity. I've always thought Virginia would be awesome if you just closed it and you had a whole stretch of, like, I mean, pre-pandemic, but even now, you know, bars and restaurants and... I guess because that's not... That's a state road whatever. versus a city I, road, but there's that's city all, roads. That's a stupid excuse, I think, to be honest. You're asking people to social distance. That's almost impossible on some of these sidewalks. You can't okay. social yeah, distance. Yeah, no, exactly. Right? So why not close some of these streets and, and then have these... Like what uh, Winter Park did the other day for Mother's Day. They closed Park Avenue, and then they had everybody, well, all those restaurants who wanted to participate, spill their seating out into the street. Yeah. Uh, spill your retail out into the street. And why not do that? I think that's a great way I to encourage too. I mean, people. if you're going to start reopening things in phase one and two and five and whatever, I agree. Like, get creative with it. And they should be open in these streets and just try it. I mean, you could open Orange Avenue. 
I mean, big deal. People got to go another way. Yeah, I mean, I want to see you some more. You can close like, I four for five days. Why can't you close Orange Avenue for a weekend? We are we are asking businesses, private businesses, to pivot their business strategies, right, to stay open, mm-hmm. stay open, and keep selling us stuff. But we're not asking our municipalities and local governments to pivot to make our quality of living better. Uh, and to accommodate us during this weird time. And I think we sh- I think that's a great opportunity for city governments to be making the news, making news for themselves, calling attention to great programming, uh, letting people know abroad, look how forward thinking we are in Orlando. We're doing all of these things to make sure everybody's safe, healthy, and still engaging with their local economy. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, good. I agree. We always agree. Here. I know. <laughs> Uh, what do you think about front yards? Front yards yeah. or backyards? Are you telling a joke? No. No. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> there is this. Are we comparing the two? Are we comparing? <laughs> is, this, uh, is this a straight gay I thing? I, What's I, happening? I think uh, I like uh, front yards better. They're a great way. City planners are seeing them as a great way for people to stay engaged with their neighbors. Uh-huh. We've been, so I will, I will brag on this a little bit. Okay. My wife and I, more her than me, has been fixing up our front yard for the last you know, several years, but <laughs> really, keep, really for thinking, the last few weeks. I keep thinking we're telling dirty jokes. No, no, no. no. So the last few weeks, <laughs> we've really been working on the front yard, and <laughs> we actually, funny, this is funny, Brendan, I think we were riding home from a recording one night of Bungalow and the Bus, and our neighbor's down the street had thrown away some lawn chairs oh and i just sort of scooped them up on my bike as we were riding by <laughs> and now i have free lawn chairs kind of broken but All they're right. good enough for us and they're in our front yard now and uh we sit outside we have beers out there we wave to our neighbors and we had we showed a movie the other night in our front yard i think that's excellent i think that's Thank a you. great way to re-engage with people people are feeling a little lonely there's a way that you can fix up your front yard where you can you're letting people know that you're still there yeah you're letting people know that you want to engage with them and make sure they're okay and uh and we have some tips we actually started a bungalow or pinterest board (laughs) and you can see suggestions of ways to make your front yard friendly what's the top reason how how can i make my front yard friendly seating is the easiest way seating and then like simple little landscaping things maybe like passive games that you can clean up oh right. little yard games like giant sets of chests or something i saw if somebody kids. had some cornhole it says play cornhole here however the bean sign bag. is a little creepy so it's beanbag toss no it's cornhole Ugh, i can't say it you can't say it oh, all right. <laughs> there uh i'm seeing people do games where like it's like a zoo we talked about this before people put like stuffed animals in their yard and you're like you got to go find the sloth and you have to go find the polar bear and the people are doing that with their kids I like that I love that there's somebody in College Park that every day they write a different joke on a chalkboard yes. board out in front of their house and it's uh, hilarious more of that yeah yeah do you know all your neighbors uh, I I'm a special case because I'm, oh. I'm surrounded by like businesses but I know like the people who live closest to me. okay good yeah good I don't like all of them yeah well, you don't have to like your neighbors no. but it's good to know them <laughs> I like the one that's super hot and he takes his shirt off when he mows the lawn all the time <laughs> Scotty no <laughs> Scotty doesn't even mow the lawn anymore really no it's like Give me it up. every I guess he hates the house <laughs> he just doesn't want to do it <laughs> um do we talk about backyard chickens no 
No, we have in the past. Chickens are trending. Everybody wants backyard chickens. I think one of the person I live with wants backyard chickens. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I do, too, but I'm not allowed to have them until we get a new house. Well, I'm not technically probably supposed to have them. You can. Uh, uh, Oh, you're in the county. I am in the county. Oh, you'll get in trouble. Yeah, there's no rules in the county. In the city where we're (laughs) a first first world country... I don't know what I'm trying to say. We're al- we're allowed to have them here because there's a, a pilot program that you can participate. But in. But I thought there was a limited number. There is, but they're never maxed. Out. Okay. Yeah. We got bigger issues in the county. We could probably do it. We're trying to get food on people's tables. I know, specifically eggs, and uh, maybe chickens if they get too old. <laughs> that's all I have to say about it. eggs. So, so wait, where, what are you going to tell me about chickens? Just that the the county is seeing the uptick too, and so they've started having uh, chicken keeping classes ah. online we just shared one i think you can go see retrospectively like the video that they did great information because it's hard it's not easy but well i mean not not rocket science you want it it's work it's <laughs> okay. you know they're kind of right. stinky and they get yeah. weird diseases like fly butt and like people have been raising chickens for thousands of years i mean yeah but we it's can not figure for, it out like not every karen can just go out no. there and get like a fancy chicken breed You're and right. then, like call it a day no. like you gotta feed it you gotta <laughs> and it gets you sound like a parent when they get a puppy you know well, you gotta actually feed it. They're not just like you're the one that's gonna have to take care of this. Yeah, you can't have like ornamental chickens just living in your backyard. No, no, no. you gotta look after it. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, can John? you walk them? Can you walk them? You can. Really? Yeah. Patty Sheehan cuddles with hers. Well, but that's how you get salmonella. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Patty Sheehan. Stop. <laughs> uh, Winter Park. This is a boring one. Is it the library? Are they going forward with this library or not? They keep wanting to not make this. Well, library. they have a new commissioner that apparently thinks it's dumb. <laughs> and so is that what they? Is that I, think, the person, I think they said they wanted to reassess. He wants to be city manager, so he's trying to like convince people, like, "Oh, I'm with you. Libraries are dumb. Let's. We don't need this big thing." Is that a forty-two million dollar library? Yeah, it looks like it's from Tatooine and, and Star they, Wars. And they've been they've been wanting to build this thing for like three years, right? Yeah, but then. People keep getting max. They're like, no density. And that's too dense for me. Uh-huh. Event center. That means outsiders. Like people <laughs> can't handle it. World class library. What a misuse of funds. They just can't handle it. So uh, this guy, the new commissioner is like, I'm going to give the people what they want. And I'm going to slow this process down even more. And all the other commissioners are like, dude, this is done. What are we talking about? You're, you're costing us a million dollars a week. Yeah. In delayed funds. Because we're not making this happen. And if you delay it too much, then we have to get a whole new contractor. That's going to spend even more money. Like, this guy just doesn't get it. Uh, that's been an interesting process to follow. All right. What I was going to bring up was something <laughs> way less exciting, which is that they have a uh, an app where you can see what kind of tree species there are <laughs> in downtown Winter Park. So yeah, that is way, way less <laughs> exciting. It's called no, Tree. No, that's not. That's, that's exciting. It's exciting for me because I'm a enviro nerd it's called uh, tree keeper in the city their urban forestry department's using it to like keep track of their urban canopy because they're trying to like regrow it how many, how many different trees they got in winter park there's i don't there's twenty two thousand trees they said in the whole city in the city yeah oh and so you can now use Imagine that app. being your job you gotta go count the count trees, trees. That and guy, you're like, wait a minute that one looks <laughs> did i count that one already or not ter- where's terry oh <laughs> counting trees again there he is in the bushes <laughs> putting chalk on each chalk. one to make he, sure you, and did you know it. he's just stoned <laughs> just stoned every day counting trees <laughs> keeping chickens walking around walking, no shoes on crop dusting old ladies on park <laughs> avenue 
<laughs> doing, doing what he's got to do. What, uh-huh. Do you think his name is Terry? That seems like a good name. That does seem like a good name. Like, Terry, you done counting those trees yet? Not Terry, yet. what are you doing? Not. <laughs> you know it. Uh, artists eat for free every Tuesday. If you're an artist Applebee's? over at St. Luke's oh, all right. Methodist, oh, all right. they've teamed up with uh, Feed the Need, which is such a sexy name <laughs> for uh, John Rivers' charity that oh. he's doing, trying to feed. It started feeding kids, and now they branch out to feeding artists and creative types. What? How do you just let... I'm, I'm just sure anybody up, can go in. Show up at Tuesday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., and, and you get free Four Rivers barbecue. Oh, wow. You just you have to prove you're creative somehow. They're I mean, like, do a dance. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> Paint us a picture. I need you to do an interpretive dance of a pulled pork sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> if you like to... I want a watercolor. Ah, I want a watercolor <laughs> reproduction some of some tater tots and hush puppies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. All right. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. got it. Um, oh, reciprocal cards. This is another nerdy thing I'm going to try to make sound really exciting. Orange County Public Library is different from the Maitland Library and the Winter Park oh, Library. Oh, yeah, they're different systems. But you can get a reciprocal card, I, and you new? can go to all three of them. Is this new? I think so. It's new to me. I've never heard of it. I found out about it and flipped out. Because a lot of times when you go to different cities' libraries that aren't on that <laughs> system, you have to pay. Try to make it sound more exciting than it is. You, I can't. You no, have like to put pay. on a voice. Like put on a voice. It's not going to help. You have okay. to pay because you don't pay their city taxes. And so right. like, if you don't live in Winter Park. Or county. Yeah, generally you have to pay to go because like the Maitland Library. Maitland and Winter Park opted out. Yeah. When when Orange County was like, we're going to make this Orange County library system, the cities, Maitland and Winter Park, were like, no way, we can do it better. Yeah. Because we're white. <laughs> <laughs> here's, what, here's one thing I will say <laughs> about the honest. Maitland Library. Uh, I don't know. I've only been to Winter Park once or twice. Yeah. The Maitland Library, I will say, has the best... Uh-huh. Uh resale bookshop inside their place. The Winter Park one's pretty good. Uh, the reason okay, I haven't been to the, maybe I haven't and been to the And their archives park. are banging. So the reason I like the Maitland one is everything's in order. Uh-huh. Everything's like 50 cents. Nothing's more than 50 oh. cents. It's so cheap. I think I think <laughs> That's how much you pay for sandwiches. 50, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paperbacks are 50 cents and I think hardcovers are a dollar. It's not huge. You can argue with that. But it's all in order. Anyway, go get a reciprocal Yes. Price. How do I get that? You just show up to your parent library. So you go to the one that you normally go to. Normally go to. Show your card, and you have to show your Florida ID. Okay. We don't want no outsiders and you coming say, to our library. And you're like, hey, man, give me that give me that reciprocal card. Is yo. the libraries open? Are they open? They're back open, right? Kind of. Kind of open. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're doing it like in phases, but you have to wear a face covering. They covering. were going to say first ma- face mask, but they thought that was elitist. Really? Because... Homeless people don't all necessarily have face coverings. Okay. And so there are face masks. So they're like face coverings will have to do. So that includes like a t-shirt or a bandana over your face. All right. Yeah. Can I still look at dirty pictures on the internet? No. No. Because the internet is not on. You can't use the computers. Really? Yeah. Why? It's part of the phased out thing. They just want people lingering. Okay. No or if there, Or maybe it is and you have to have like an hour, oh, an maybe. hour max. Right. No, I think that sounds great. I might yeah. have made that up. <laughs> Got to make sure I can look at that. <laughs> <laughs> There's another retail shop opening up this week. Really? Yeah. Uh, Showroom 11. It's in Audubon Park. And they have, it's like a streetwear space. What does that mean, streetwear? Like uh, cool kid stuff. 
like, like skater stuff. Yeah, or like they have skateboards and like edgy hoodies. And, <laughs> what's, you know, what's an edgy hoodie? Like what? The are kids, we, am I what so the kids that I don't know? What the color blocking and All stuff. Right. You know, like funky Things words that you would see on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You definitely wear it on the TikToks. All right, don't call it the TikTok. On the TikToks and the Facebook. Where's this at? It's uh, right next to Red Light, Red Light. Oh, okay. There was a place called like Fresh something. It was like for veggies. Oh, it was like a market, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, they're not there anymore. Mm. Yeah, so they're doing this instead. What's it called again? Don't you have it up there? Showroom 11. Showroom 11. Yeah, I closed it. And that's all I have to talk about. What do you Nothing? got? Nothing? No. What else do you have? Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this drive-in. I'm really excited. Anybody about else it. getting creative? I feel like this was uh, your 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 pet project. It came to fruition. Well, it's it hard. It almost didn't happen. Yeah, today. we actually today just got a message. <laughs> not to throw them under the bus, but the Orlando Police Department was not happy about it uh-huh. all of a sudden, and uh, and basically said we shouldn't be doing it, and that's it's not legal. You got it worked out though. But we worked it out, and the city came in and was like, "No, we want to see this happen. Just do it." That's good. Yeah. That's and, good. Which was great. So they all worked with us. But I was, man, for like five, ten minutes, I was having a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah, because we sold a lot of tickets. Uh, it's good. I mean, you don't want to disappoint people. No, that's my greatest fear. That's your greatest <laughs> disappointing people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with that, that's it. That's it. That's it, man. Come check out Maffrey's. Come check out Maffrey's. It's here in Ivanhoe Village. They're open. Thanks to the proprietor, Jeff, for uh, inviting us here and... I'm going to hang out. They've got some cute socks and not just long socks. They have the, the ankle socks too. Like these are a cute. I'm going to buy a whole bunch of stuff. And for every sock you buy, they donate a pair of socks to the sockless in Antarctica (laughs) where they need them. It's Memorial Day weekend. You going to do anything? Go to the beach? Uh, no. No beach? Are you going to the beach? I don't know. I might. I might go. I can go to Playa Linda. You better wear your hoop skirt. You don't think I can go to Playa Linda? No. 